0: Welcome to the Resurrection. No, we're not actually talking about Jesus. We're <laughs> actually, I know it's kind of close to Easter weekend. We're actually not talking about uh, the Resurrections on Frozen Times podcast this week. You might have to go down the dial a little bit uh, to find that podcast. Uh, this week on the uh, X Men uh, podcast, uh, the Thursday Comic Book Chat, we're actually talking about the X Men Resurrection books as Marvel has dedicated time, money, and effort that they've put back into the X-Men. On the line tonight are my two favorite mutants. Uh, it's not Black History Month, so uh, uh, Sandman, go ahead and go first, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Konnichiwa, fellow mutants. That's right. If it's black, it's up front. That's how we do it these days. <laughs> That's how we
0: do it. And also on the line tonight, my other mutant is Brother Beavis. What's up from the back of the bus? <laughs> <laughs> That's where all the cool kids sit now, dude. Right. You know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to get into Resurrection here. We're taking a pause from our X stories. We might talk about that near the end of the podcast. Um, but we, we, we this came up a little while ago on one of the previous podcasts that X, uh, Marvel was kind of going to go back to the X-Men a little bit by doing the X-Men Blue and Gold. Uh, but my first question before we get into the new books a little bit is, when did you fall off the X Men? Okay, I think I, I know. Mm-hmm. I've been off for a minute, and I, I'm trying to even think back to the last story where I was like, "Oh, you know, I collected, you know, from a start to finish thing," and then I and then I left it alone. So, kind of rack your brain there a little bit, brother Beavers. When was the when did you like officially fall off from collecting X
2: Men? Like right around the. Uh, I wasn't immediately at the start, but it was during the Grant Morrison run. Um, largely mm-hmm. with the Cassandra Nova story and mm-hmm. the, Frank Quitely, uh, the Frank Quitely art, who I could not stand his art. They had completely stripped the costumes out of it. They had, you know, most of the kids, they, they had gone, in my opinion, overboard with the, like, the really, really, really weird background student mutants. Uh, Cyclops was starting to, you know, become more and more of an a-hole. Um, so, you know, it it just reached a point for me where I kind of had enough. Now I've gone back and I've read that run and it's actually, you know, at the time I thought it was like really divergent from, from continuity and characterization. It's actually a lot of consistency with some of the earlier stories and and I could get with it this time, but at the time it was too much, it was too much different for me. And, uh, yeah, I, I couldn't justify that trip to the store and that, I think $3 at the time. So yeah, that was it for me.
0: Okay Sam, do you remember when you fell off
2: yeah i I' have to
1: approximate though around the time it was uh shortly after I got out of the military, which is the early 2000s. uh it had been a while i mean it was long i i don't remember when the second x men book when Jim Lee started that book how long um how long ago that had been uh when it had started on what part of the nineties that was but uh deep into that run like i I don't know maybe the 40s, 50s, something like that in the X books. I, I don't even remember what uh, character arc it was at the t- at the time. But yeah, it, it the stories just didn't seem as good to me at the at the time. Uh, definitely before the time that Brother Beaver said where um, um, Cassandra Nova and all that stuff. I now I did backtrack later on and kind of pick back up to what had been happening because uh, you know just the books, the expense. You know, we all had the same story. They just got a little bit too expensive, and, and you're collecting, I don't know how many books a week that got old. So, um, but um, I came back eventually. Um, but yeah, I was gone for a while. It was <laughs> almost 10, 10 years um, before
0: I came back wow. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. a long time, man. I think, like, where I can where I consistently were getting books was, uh, the Josh Whedon run on, I think was it astonishing. Um, I did have, yeah, it, yeah. I had, had yeah. that spot
1: when I came back in. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that was it. And now, there were other things where I kind of, I mean, it's been jumping on and off consistently. And I mean, now for the last, I would say three years or so, I've completely left the X-Men alone, but it's, You know, it's been kind of one of those things that I know, like, I was like, those Joss Whedon books were so good. I I collected those, and that was appointment television or appointment reading. But after that, it's been off the charts. The characterization has been a little bit goofy. Cyclops has gone off the reservation. And this is something Brother Beavis and I talked about last night. It's like they kept pushing these mutants that nobody cared about. Uh, you know, I mean, we'll bring up gold balls later, but I mean, the people, it's just made no sense. And I was like, I don't care about these people where the X-Men that I know love and care about. And, exactly. you know, and we've all talked about this, but too, on the podcast before, it's like, you know, this stuff between Marvel and Fox can't create new characters, you know, mm-hmm. not kind of pushing a team, trying to make the inhumans, the mutants of there, so they could use those characters. Like it's, it's all pushed the X-Men to the back and, you know, as this last kind of character thing ended with Cyclops, you know, really essentially going crazy, going off Killing Professor, uh, I mean, and and eventually killing that version of Cyclops. Like, it was just way too much. And I think, hopefully, I'm, I'm assuming that kind of calmer and realistic heads have prevailed. And they're like, look, these are flagship characters, been around for 60 some odd years. We should really be putting time and effort into them and stop this push of the Inhumans. So, Coming out of that, we get X-Men Resurrection, um, and the first book that came out of this is X-Men Prime, uh, which we're going to talk about first, and then we'll get into the other blue and gold books, and we'll kind of reminisce about the older blue and gold. But X-Men Prime, um, it's by, I think it's Guggenheim, and I think the primary uh, artist is Greg Pak. Um, Basically, Kitty is back on Earth. Uh, Her... Her exit from the X-Men family was for her to join the, I want to say the Starjammers. Y'all are going to have to stop me every time I say Star-Lord because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to guard that is. up every yeah. single time. <laughs> yep, it's already yeah. in my head. Um, she went off, married Star-Lord, and joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. So she's been off Earth for a long time, like a very long time. Uh, That didn't work out, you know. Um. And now she is back on Earth, back in Chicago, which is her hometown, back trying to dance. And, and Stevie Hunter ain't there with her trick knee, Brother Beavis, you know, to help her out. And I don't know how, you know, her, how much mammy she's been getting once she got back to Earth, but uh, she's back. And, of course, there is no peace. I think I wrote, when I wrote the review for this, I, I, I before I, like, well, I was starting to read it and I was reading the first couple of pages, I was like, you know what? A book about a lady who went to space, married a space pirate, got a divorce, came back and was living in Chicago by herself. I think that's a book I'd like to read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now on the CW.
2: <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> Kitty uh, by Greg Berlanti. All right. So um, <laughs> Kitty's back on Earth. She can't get any peace. Storm shows up very quickly. Um, and a great kind of splash page by the way, and yeah. you know the the introduction is back to trying to get them back get her back on to uh Kitty to come back to the X men uh, I went back and looked at the book um, the 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 scene here in the in the shop is very similar to the scene where they met the first time in Chicago when they went to recruiter. You're like Kitty sitting on that side, Storm's on that side. It's very Mm – it's not a panel-for-panel thing, but it's very, very similar if you go back and look at it. Um, But Storm is basically saying, I messed up during the X-Men versus the humans. I took the wrong side. I let them influence me. And, you know, uh, essentially I'm not worthy of being on the team or being the leader of the X-Men anymore, so I'm about to step. Yeah, Brother Beavis, what were your first impressions when you, you know, kind of got the first few pages in here?
2: Um. So at this point, you know they, they sort of right, picked up like right where they left off a lot of their relationship stuff because there is some mamming, there is the master and the teacher, and you're good enough, and I'm not going to. So it was, it, they really sort of went almost like the classic relationship. Um, I didn't catch this um, as, a, as a sort of homage panel, but I saw some others that made me think of that. The other thing I noticed, it looks to me like the depiction of Storm is fairly consistent with um, the actress that plays her in Apocalypse. And I don't know if that was intentional, but there's another character that that fits. But, I mean, they they, they jump right into sort of kind of the, the relationship that that we've been, you know, since we've been freshly reading all these X-Men issues, it's fresh for me. But they sort of go back right to that. So that that was... At first, I was like, man, they're just retreading the stories again. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. Maybe they're actually trying to connect the, the present to the past for once.
0: Right. Yeah, and, and I think a, a, a hard reset is probably what's needed. You know, I think I think they, you know, pissed off so many kind of long-time readers of where they had pushed the books. It just didn't really make a whole lot of sense. I mean, uh-huh. honestly, it just – it, it, I mean, for really, for like the last probably ten years or so—probably that's too long. Probably five years, though. It's just really been such an inconsistent read, and the, the the team has been all over the place. Like, oh yeah, well, there's this mutant pox, and there's only like two hundred mutants left. Yeah, but now there's all these new mutants that are coming back, you know. And then, but it's just—it's it, been all over the place and to the extreme, So it it hasn't been great. Um, X Men Prime is also a setup point that is going to, to set up all the new X books over the course of the following year. Um, so, as the book shifts to its first jump, there we get the Weapon X preview. Um, the thing that I noticed probably much out of this as Lady Deathstrike jumps into the book is that they've officially said, you know what, Kelly, who? You're Lady Deathstrike.
2: Yeah, that was the yeah. other thing. It was like, yeah. this was another <laughs> character
0: from a movie. Yeah, I mean, like you are completely yeah, laid desk right now. No more um, uh, hot, the hockey goalie pants. Um, <laughs> no more. <Right. laughs> no, no more of that. <laughs> it's Kelly who and whatever. It is, so a, it is exactly her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that book is setting up Weapon X. Uh, there's a little panel there where you see the team that is Weapon X. There's something with her and some nefarious <laughs> character, uh, but it's basically setting up the Weapon X book. Um, that team will consist of Old Man Logan, Saber Who is that? Warpath. Probably Warpath. I guess Warpath. Yeah. Domino. Domino and Kelly. Uh, who and Kelly. Who? Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, that's a book I would have zero interest in reading. Sandman is that a book that you would consider reading? No. Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I've never really been that interested in the, wep- uh, the other Weapon X, off-casts. They, they, they seem to, like, bring them in as as they need them, you know, whenever they run out of a story, they seem to, like, go, oh, let's do a, a, a um, flashback to a Weapon X story and shit. I was like, oh, fuck, not again, you know. And how many of them, I guess, uh, these are the main members, I guess, but, hell, we've seen other ones. It was, like, a dude with a mask and uh, maybe I'm thinking of the cartoon. Mm-hmm.
0: No, that's Maverick. Maverick. you're right. Maverick. 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 Am I right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, Maverick. Maverick, you're right. There you go. Yeah, and it seems yeah. like they just, they just pop up whenever the hell they need it to. So I was like, no, oh, man, what the hell with y'all? I don't care about that shit. But,
0: uh, Maverick being in there would have put the white white, white guy quota over. So uh, there's exactly. the Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. Something's something missing here. We need a Native yeah, American right. or something here because this, this ain't right. So, yeah, Maverick yeah. can't make the cut. So, but, yeah, that's one yeah. set up. As the book shifts back to the uh, the ex mansion or ex haven, as it were, now um, one of the things that had happened since Kitty had been away is that they had moved um, the ex haven into uh, what it, uh, to where is it now? I keep, limbo to limbo. Yeah, I keep wanting to say hell, but essentially what <laughs> it is, yes, they Basically they like moved it. it to hell. <laughs> 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 Brother, Brother Beavers, can you imagine? How he'd go home, come home from college. Hey, where the house at? Oh, is in hell? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Well, laughs> not Yeah,
0: yeah. Can't afford them taxes no more, so we just put the house in hell. Yeah yeah, um,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: Well, but you have to say it. You have to say it like Jim Ross. They
3: moved the mansion to
2: hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you would need to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Noted
2: uh so I but this to is a point where they could have just as easily said yeah that little 12 issue run or whatever of
0: extraordinary
2: x-men you know they could have just brushed that under the rug but here's another case where they sort of you know they, they bring that back in they're just they're not just like acting nothing ever happened before and so there's another case where i was like wow they're they're really trying to like connect back to
0: books that actually exist yeah and, right. and and in connecting that is like one of the panels here, as she goes back into the mansion, Colossus or Peter yep. is there and Cuckoo. there's old yeah, yeah, yep, Colossus. Yep, he is back. And there's a whole panel really of them in, yeah. in some of their more seminal moments throughout the book. And yeah, including wait, the time bro. where he told her, Hey, hey, by the way, I had sex with that lady on that other planet. My bad. Yep. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> was the one that
2: jumped out to me. I was like, "That's like a panel from a book."
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I thought no. that that was, you know, I thought that was kind of interesting that they did that, and you know, and it sets up this complicated relationship with her other Peter. You know, uh, right? You well, know, it, and it's you know something that's interesting yeah. too as she comes back there, and as we get into X Men Gold, uh, it does. Yes. Yeah, it does come back up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, in a in a Berlanti esque kind of way though too, so yeah. So there's that. There's another scene with Jubilee. Anybody know who Jubilee's daddy's baby daddy is? I don't um, know what the deal with that is. Yeah, I okay. Know yeah, I, I couldn't. I didn't know how that worked. And I thought she was a vampire I, or something like that I, too. Is it one kid? I don't know. I
1: don't think it is. That really her kid or is it some kind of time travel involved or something? I, I, no, something I mean
0: I don't really know. Oh, yeah, I, really I, know. I could look it up, but I don't know. Yeah. I, we could do a whole podcast on how much I dislike Jubilee. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's another throwback, too, Brother Beavis, you know, to them, you know, playing sports out in the yard. When we yep. get to gold, we'll see the baseball thing, which is a complete throwback to uh, mm-hmm. all the old books as well. And, you know, it, it, again, like I said, I really attempted to not like this. And as I found myself reading it, I'm like, this is actually really good because it's bringing back the characters that we know about. You know, a lot of these these ex-mutants that you see out there playing sports, they don't really get any real dialogue because nobody cares about them. They don't, you know, and they don't need to be pushing, you know, the maggots of the world or gold balls or, you know, all of these other mutants that they've tried so hard to be like, hey, we really want you to like this person, but nobody does and nobody cares about them. Um, So... Mm -hmm. The other shift is back to the time-displaced X-Men. Um, now, that's a book that I read consistently, which was, I think, the new X-Men, where yeah. they brought back All the original X-Men. team. Yeah, yeah, where they brought the original team back, to, essentially, to reset the Psychops problem, I, I've always felt. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's a book that was consistently good while it was coming out. Um, and... That team is there. It's really a ruse, spoiler alert. They're really not there. They've decided to branch off on their own. Gene is the leader of this group of X-Men now, Um, and that's a good thing, I think, as we'll get into one of the other books later. But, yeah, it's a ruse. It's setting up their book that they're going to be to go out, and they are the X-Men blue team. Um, uh, Brother Beavis, I, I think we talked yesterday about you being a bigger fan of blue than gold. What is it about the original team that you know that you like more than the other?
2: Um, it wasn't necessarily the team. I just, I like the... the I, so they do two things in in these books. Uh, one, they have all these lines where everybody has to tell us how awesome Jean is. Like Warren <laughs> and Scott are like, oh, we'll do it because you're Jean. The other thing they do is they have to continue to tell us how great Kitty Pride is and that she's finally getting her due. So uh, I felt like yeah. Gold was largely about you know the continuation of her push. What I what I like about Blue is they had they fought more traditional, more like uh, traditional or I guess classic X Men villains, and I like the art better. Um, I still don't understand. I, I don't know enough of the backstory about Angel's wings and, and Beast yeah, and sorcerer. Didn't. And I thought the the other yeah. that was <laughs> the constant reference to the champions was a little cumbersome, but yeah. but it was the, it wasn't necessarily the composition of the team.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I, you know, the setup there is that they set up a program and a Danger Room where, like, you know, when Kitty comes in, they're like, oh, they're here, but they're really not there. It's just, like, hologram fighting. It's playing on repeat, you know, so. The other shift is back to Kitty's best friend, uh, Iliana, Rasputin, Dark Child, Magic. Well, she's got a lot of names just like Kitty Pryde does. And essentially it's like, um, yeah, um, could you get my crib out of limbo? because? <laughs> That would be great.
3: Um <laughs> I know that <laughs> might have been
0: sounded like a good idea when y'all did it, but um yeah, no. Uh so they move them out uh out of limbo. Darn it. My app. Hold on. I am gonna oh come on, what do you mean I'm offline? Come oh, on, don't do that. Oh uh, we're seriously, hold on. Filibuster. Can yeah, you see filibuster yeah. there, brother Beavis? Yeah, I think
2: we're getting to the end here. Yes, we so, are. So, yeah, we get yeah. a we get sort of a couple big shots and Kitty. and Kitty gives a great speech and everybody's like, "Wow, Kitty can sure give a great speech." Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then the the big reveal is they move the mansion the mansion back to Central Park. Central Park, um, yeah. yeah. And so they're they're back on regular earth and yeah. what we'll see going forward is a lot of a lot of the gold efforts are trying to sort of you know, bring the reputation of the X Men back, and and get them considered in the same light as the rest of the heroes. Yeah, or um,
1: mutants in general too, as, as
2: as it is,
1: they're as unpopular
0: as they ever are, and um, they're trying, yeah, to bring it back. So, and that was one of my kind of closing ends on this one too. Was I think there's a portion of this that like that's a story for the X Men that probably needs to die. You know what I mean, I know they're trying to do the right. parallel between race and racism in this country, and that certainly isn't dead but what mm-hmm. with a world full of Superma- yeah. or superman or supermans uh with iron man's captain americas falcons um yeah. hulks, yeah. whatever, why right. are they still looked at uh, dirty it just right. doesn't yeah. make any sense anymore it doesn't like, it really does because the human don't humans know. don't
1: get any of that uh, as as otherwise I know about them but the Avengers don't get any of that. It's Fantastic Four, I mean, Spider-Man. Just, the who? Not because he's, like, you know, um, has powers or anything. People just treat him like a shit just because that's the way it is with him. But,
3: uh,
1: yeah, but that's – but that's. I remember when we were kids thinking the same, exact same question more than 30 years ago. And, you know, it's still here. It's the same question now. I mean, it doesn't make any sense that just this grouping of people would be singled out. Among anybody else, and Marvel they've tried to kind of explain it in some things. I remember in the the t s r game or a superhero game, they basically tried to tackle that and basically saying it's slowly spreading to the other um superpower characters, but using sort of the focal the focal point, and um, they never really explained why though, so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, no, know.
0: it's just one of those things. The uh, The other tag on the end of that uh, of X-Men Prime is um, Storms really was like, hey, I'm leaving because I'm not worthy for whatever I did during X-Men versus Inhumans. Uh, Kitty's like, I'll stay around, but I'll uh, leave the team, but you have to stay. I mean, there's this, this shift in leadership. I, I'm still not a big fan of that. I, I don't see Storm abdicating her role as the leader of the team because she might have made a mistake. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, in the continuity of the team. Yeah. Yeah, that would be yeah good and then too. stay on the team to take a subservient role to, you know, her exactly. sort of mentor. Uh, it just didn't make any sense. But they wanted to get Kitty back into the book for whatever reason to, you know, for nostalgic purposes, I'm sure. So she's yeah. back, Storm stays, and then they really are kind of forming the basis of X-Men, uh, the gold team. So, all right, so we'll shift into the X Men Go book again. X Men Prime, a good starting point. Like, I was reading this and thinking, okay, if I was like 14 or 15 years old and I'd never read X Men Cowan book before, you could read that book and be like, oh, okay, well, what's next? You're really not overly burdened by any continuity. It gave you just enough for you to be interested in what's going to happen, and, you know, and it made the characters interesting enough to, for you to care about because there weren't a thousand of them. Um, so. Mm-hmm. X Men Gold, uh, once again, written by Guggenheim. Our artist on X Men Gold is uh, a gentleman who is um, <laughs> um, yeah. going to be slightly unemployed here. And, you know, for lack of a better term, <laughs> uh, if I mean, honestly, what in the world are you thinking, sir? Like, um, it, it's something off or sif or something, though, that uh, Adrian, that effect. Eight, Ar- Ardian psyoph. okay. So yeah. let, we'll tackle the controversy at the beginning. Essentially, uh, he put in a lot of, uh, I guess would be Muslim, uh, Script, uh, Quran uh, scripts and yeah. references into the book, assuming mm-hmm. that nobody would notice it. Um, again, it's the Internet. There's hundreds of thousands of people reading these books on different continents, countries, and languages, and people that are much smarter than people from Bros. Comics. Not that they're not smart. I would have not noticed it until somebody pointed it out, but Mm -hmm. people saw it, um, and he had to issue an immediate mea culpa. uh, Marvel brought the hammer down very fast, and, you know, he's not going to be on this book anymore, and that's it. You know, when you heard about this, Brother Beavis, what did you think? Is that is that what happened? Is they took him? I heard they disciplined him, but I didn't hear he
2: was off the book. Yeah, they took uh, him they off. Five, the I think he,
0: Yeah, I think he had three issues in the can, and like that's it. Like he's done after those three issues. Print. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, this is a case where you know it's it's a statement that was obviously important to him, and I'd like to think that you know he went through the channels and said, "I want to make a statement," and they said no, and he said, "Well, fuck you," then and did it. You know, if mm-hmm. it was that yeah. important to him. But you have to show me that you used the channels and the channels failed you before you decide that you have a better solution. Uh-huh. Right. So, I, I mean, again, if it's if it's important, I, I would like to think that they could come up with a way to sort of do something like that, um, you know, as much as Marvel has tried to sort of open up the aperture beyond white males. I'd like to think that they would come up with some, somehow to, to make a statement if, if they really felt strongly about it. Right. But it's just as likely that they wouldn't, so who knows.
0: Well, And it's also very likely, coming from where he's coming from, and we all know that there's no freaking black people in the room, in the editing room, we certainly <laughs> know that there's very few people of color in there. And chances are there's probably not too many freaking Muslims in the room um, on any floor yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah. you'd be able to put... you. You could probably maybe slide that by, like who's gonna who's gonna catch this? You could convince yourself that, that nobody's gonna see it, and maybe you know, kind of. You know, I think it was maybe like ten or fifteen years ago that um, you know, that somebody slipped in the word "kike" like in a Wolverine book, um, really? you know, thinking nobody was gonna catch it. Like whoever was writing the book at wow. the time was trying to make a statement and slipped the word "kike" in there. And I was Damn. like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Like, how did you think nobody was gonna catch that? But he obviously didn't. And so, this guy, I think, probably maybe didn't think that way too, and he just got wrong and Again, I mean, I don't know if he was allergic to cashing checks or something, but um, probably not a great idea um and if this gentleman is uh married in any way shape or form, I'd love to see how that conversation went uh when he got back to the house. <laughs> They are no longer together.
1: Just, just uh, put that out right now. Yeah, <laughs> <President>, honey, <laughs> honey, you did what?
3: <laughs>
1: what you mean we got to move? What?
0: What? What? You what
1: mean you, mean you ain't what? got no job?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, That's it. Yeah, that wouldn't have gone yeah, over. Good luck, oh, so, good luck with that. Oh, so now you're trying to make a statement. Now you're trying to make a statement. So yeah. it didn't go over well. So yeah, all right. So we'll get into the book. We'll stay out of the the geopolitical commentary here. Oh, I need to plug my computer in. I had to switch to my other app because my other one is uh tripping. And chances yeah. are, it's just you know, I,
2: I I paid for the comics and I'm I'm not having any trouble getting into them right now. It's,
0: it's yeah. amazing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I,
2: I find that the legitimate sources of these materials are fairly reliable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, it's hilarious. well, <laughs> well uh, speaking of statements, my statement, I, uh, <laughs> uh, brother Beaver is no longer a part of. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've decided to well, speak his news on
2: pirating.
3: Yeah,
0: and, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we uh, uh we've we've gone in a different direction. Uh, we're, we're, we're we are taking open applications for the token White Guy, yeah. yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll podcast. please whatever. send yeah. resumes to. Oh, <laughs> um, so yeah.
2: <laughs> Where are you ever gonna find a white guy though? I mean,
0: come on. This is true. This is true. Man. It likes yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Uh the the book starts out with um again, the topic that we were talking about all over again. This idea of pushing the fact that mutants are bad and uh, the world needs to be fearful of them when, again, there's a world full of freaking Dr. Dooms and Iron Mans and Iron Hearts and nobody cares about those people <laughs> destroying more stuff. they just I mean, going to yeah. focus on abuse. The- yeah, it's just doesn't. And then there's this lady, um, I forget, I don't know who what her name is, but she's giving uh, a
2: speech. Lydia Nance.
0: Uh, yeah. Lydia okay. Nance, yeah. Yes. The Heritage Initiative Director is very Again, geopolitical. This is very, you know, mm-hmm. Republican esque. Very uh, you know. Yes, yeah. very Fox News. The fact channel. I mean, it, it's. I mean, it's all there for the taking if you really want to look at it. Yeah. Um. But yes, one of those news shows that aren't you know that they say is news, but it's really just somebody giving their opinions, and you know, it's 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 basically a whole bunch of her giving this speech in a you know Tommy Lauren or uh what's that other freaking blonde, older lady that comes out and tells everybody that's not white is bad. Oh, shoot. What's her name? Uh, 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 uh It'll come uh, back. Um, the one that was allegedly dating J.J. Jim, J. 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 Jimmy Walker. Oh, yeah. Um, I cannot think of her damn name. Help me out here, right bro. Now. All right. Well, we'll come back to it. All right. Anyway. So the art in this, by the way, dude can really and draw Coulter, like this. Think, yeah, yeah and culture. thank you. So yeah. the, the the art in this is awesome. And it's really the classic team of X-Men uh, with one person it, it, who's doing their own for, thing. <laughs> it shouldn't be yeah, there at all. Yeah, we'll <laughs> she to does kind of stick out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll save it for later. Um, but, yeah, it's the classic team. The first flash page you get you you get Kitty front and center. Uh, everybody really behind her from Old Man Logan, Storm, and Colossus, and Nightcrawler, and uh, Prestige. Rachel Prestige. Now, it, you know, let's makes, do it now.
2: Uh, Let's yeah. just do
0: it now. Rachel Summer sucks. She's terrible. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's no wonder that she's related to Cable. <laughs> oh
1: God, I forgot about that. She's Cable's brother, isn't she?
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. She's terrible. Uh, uh, like y'all do, but yeah, she? that they—I don't think she, she is. Don't like her.
0: What? Well, no, they got—they the, like got the same. No, they got the same daddy.
2: They do. but They're half—they're yeah. half siblings at best because she is yeah. the child of Jean Grey. Yes. yes. And Cyclops. Or A. And no, not and, and Cable is the child of Madeline Pryor. Madeline Pryor. And Cyclops. Yes. And Cyclops. They got the same daddy. They're half, they half siblings. They're half siblings, yeah, they're half siblings.
3: whatever. Ugh. she still sucks.
1: I just, I just assume that the, the product
2: of of Chris Claremont, like at home with a green and gold costume, lovingly clutched to his chest, like just crying. <laughs>
3: right. I wish I could <laughs> quit you.
2: And just
0: like, make a, I just assume that that's where she came from. Yeah, I mean, there has yeah. to be a, a con where he is at that I or one of us could make it to and be like, nigga, what's up with the redhead? You know, because I mean, there's something, I mean, who you, Charlie Brown, Charles Schultz, man, with the redhead girl. Like what's going on, bro? Like, like seriously, yeah. like stop bringing it back. Um, but yeah, can't let it, him go. Can't let it go. But yeah, there's a splash yeah. page. We get a classic villain, but not a classic X-Men villain. Yeah. And I, I think I wrote this someplace or I tweeted it someplace too, uh, where mm-hmm. we get Tarax, um, has there ever yeah. been a more wonderfully and uh, awesomely designed character that uh-huh. sucks and takes L's as much as Terax does?
2: He, he, I mean, he, he, he's on the executioner is basically
0: Yeah, I mean he yeah. he he is such a cool character, and you know yeah. when Byrne had a hold of him in Fantastic Four, Fantastic his design Four. is awesome. His powers are pretty cool, but mm-hmm. he takes massive L's, man. Like. He was, yeah. he was me, the initial I, villain I in New Galactus. Warriors. He was the initial villain in New Warriors? Yeah. Really? And took it oh, out. I don't remember yeah. that. Mm, okay. Yeah, I didn't wow, know that. They,
1: they, yeah, I didn't know that either. They really don't give a shit about him, do they? Um, yeah, I mean... You wouldn't... Yeah, Silver Surfer wouldn't be going out like that. I mean, he'd be, he ain't evil, but... Yeah, they even, yeah. Well, they disrespect him in this book too because they take him <laughs> out pretty <of free. laughs> it
0: it, terrible. Yeah, it, it, it just doesn't work, and you know? and and it was kind of funny too. It was like, all right, so since Fantastic Four are literally nowhere to be found, it's like yeah, all right, so we band. need somebody to yeah. go after him. So we're going to get the X Men to take out Terax. We still own his rights, so let's get Terax in there,
2: and as his
0: name. Yeah. Ah, oh, there you go yeah I mean he and he takes a big ale here too um I mean there's nothing i mean he takes a comic book ale pretty hard um I always kind of find it funny that they do these things in New York where they have buildings falling down. It's not such a great idea. I just don't yeah. like it um but yes, so uh, I mean it's a classic comic book fight, it's really good, you know, kind of comic booky stuff there uh anything in the battles stick out to you, Brother Beavis. Well, note that Storm's Mohawk has apparently grown in
2: completely.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I noticed week. that, too. Uh, I guess <laughs> note
2: also that Rachel does zero. Um,
3: yeah. Well,
1: and then,
2: then kind of, yeah.
1: What does yeah. she do? What does she do? Well, that's Did I she, she she kind of makes delivers the finishing blow, I guess. I don't know exactly what it is. But... Uh, it, uh, uh, old man Logan takes out Terrax, oh, okay. axe, and then she kind of, I guess, uses his own debris earth against him, which is kind of stupid. Me, yeah. I don't know how you beat Terrax with earth, but uh, <laughs> they do
0: it somehow. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there is a moment here. Now again, don't don't take our, and I'm using our as in all of us. Don't take our. Hey, we enjoyed X Men Prime and Kitty coming back to Earth and, you know, her post divorce life as hey, we're big fans of Kitty Pride now. Um <laughs> no, because no, there's there is like a moment here. Yeah, well there's a moment here where she phases a skyscraper and um yeah. I was like um, uh I mean that's really hashtag because comics but also it's like, Come <laughs> on, man. Like she's not gonna be any less of a character if she doesn't do this. And you probably could have gone a different way. It's it's essentially like, okay, she's the leader because look how powerful she is. She can actually take an entire skyscraper and phase it through another building and just like nuts, a pretty large stretch based on her previous power set. Um, But, you know, in days of future past, you had her sending niggas back in 60 years in time. So, I mean, whatever, (laughs) man. You know, whatever you're going to do, that's fine. But, I mean, let's don't. Come on, that 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 bothered me a little bit, but I was like, I I understand what they're trying to do. Um, again, Tarek yeah. gets the L, uh, Kitty's the hero, sort of. Do, do we want to deal with this old man Logan situation?
3: I
1: was well, wondering did,
0: about that. Uh, yeah. Where?
1: How did this happen? First of all, does anybody know?
2: Like, where where did he come from? I, I they, after a Secret War. They basically merged all the continuities, so anyone that existed oh. in an alternate timeline can be in the prime timeline now. Hmm. Oh wow! Oh wow! That, and
3: re- that, that and remember,
0: there was a whole death of or death of Wolverine storyline that ran a couple of years ago, where they actually oh, yeah. to kill him.
1: Yeah, and well, they covered then, him in adamantium.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then they couldn't. Obviously, they needed to have a Wolverine in the book, so they wish mm-hmm. they knew how to quit him. Actually, <laughs> exactly. if you go
2: back to X-Men Prime, like, I didn't notice it until just, just now when we're looking at it. There's three Wolverines on the cover. Yes. There's Old Man Logan, there's the new Wolverine, and then there's Jimmy Hudson or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like back when, you know, they've, they've solved the problem of, how can we have four books of Wolverine at once? Oh, what if we had four Wolverines? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a fan. Because no, not either. It's like they just, no. You know, we want to kill him, but we still want to have him. But he's yes, different. And he's even as more as crusty. Like, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. More more grizzled, more angry
1: than he was before. I mean, come on. It's a cheat. I, I mean, as soon I as I saw him to
0: <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's a, I, I mean, just, I was, I, oh, man, yeah. I just rolled my eyes ten thousand times seeing that. Yeah, it's a on, bad. Man. But part of that also, and again, not being bad, but also part of it is the kitty speech. Yeah, it's a Morpheus uh, speech yep. as well. That, uh, um, yeah. you know, hey, we saved you, and we're gonna try to do better because you know, we, you know, the dream exists and all that. That's gonna come up in the next book. But it's just, you know. I mean, it's fine enough. Again, I know what it's setting up, so it doesn't come off as cheesy as it could, because I know what they're trying to set up for this book and how it's moving forward. So I mean, it was fine. Like I said, I didn't, I, you know, in a certain world, if they were catching me at the wrong time, I would have ripped this part to shreds. But it it mm-hmm. it came off well enough that it didn't 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 annoy me. Um, so that's fine. Uh, they go back to the X mansion. We do in Central Park again. I don't know who's paying the taxes on that, um, because damn, that's the prime real estate. And we get the baseball game. <laughs> well, that's two. Yeah, yeah two uh, yeah. Actually, say that in the story.
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's
0: right. Yeah, they do do that. Yeah, they do get the the bill at the end. But yeah, yeah, it's you know, and it's you know, no powers. You're not supposed to use your powers during the game, which is again, it harkens back to. You know, a lot of the old books. A lot of the old books, yeah. Um, Yeah, with them playing baseball and stuff. I mean, again, just great. But, again, the biggest part of that is that it focuses on the characters that you care about. It's Nightcrawler. It's Colossus. It's Kitty. It's it's Logan. It's Storm. It's not focusing on any of the background mutants other than them being background mutants. And I love that. One of the things that right. I disliked about the X Men books that I read, I was like, there was some dude. Then they then they had like a sentinel that was like could teleport them some places or something. And like I was reading these books, I'm like, what in the world is this? And it was some like creature, <laughs> he was like pink and you could see through him. It, it was I'm like and they're like what having prominent roles in the X Men books. I'm just like, This this kind of sucks. And I didn't pay yeah. to like see that. Oh oh wanna do you that. Can that have, no have, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can have all of it. So I just you know, I I think that was probably the probably one of the things that drew me in is that like it's finally the people that I care about. So uh Wolverine does get to drop the, you know, the name of the team in it or whatever, which I thought was kinda, you know, a mall rats uh kinda esque. <laughs> <ask. laughs> <was like>, the <laughs> team is
3: gold.
0: All right, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. And then we always get follow the rich white man who shows up and be like, hey, here's the bill for living in Central Park. Um, so it was $18 million. Thank you. Goodbye.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so that's that. Um, and so then it comes back to this other scene hearkening back to uh, the Ann Coulter-esque character who gave her I hate mutant speech at the beginning and Nightcrawler. And, uh, and I think we've kind of touched on this one of the times we've talked about Nightcrawler. Even though he ain't black, he's really representing black folks in this thing. At a point, Nightcrawler, shit, motherfucker, fuck this shit, you know? (laughs) I mean, honestly, you would think at a point in time, he's like, you know, I'm blue. Ain't none of y'all the niggas blue. Um, This Fox-owned avatar? Because maybe I can go over there and get some respect, put my tail in the back of a jacket and have the sex. (laughs) Man, the scepter ain't been in these books for 35 years, nigga.
3: I'm horny, okay? So... (laughs) So what,
0: he has this a, a moment where he's like, you know, him and Storm have this philosophical conversation on, you know, and I, I kind of like the idea that these are the two characters that are having it as well, that, right. you know, maybe we are, maybe we've been wrong all, the, all this time. Maybe we should have been on the other side, or maybe, you know, I should just be deuces and go do something else. And Storm trying to be like, you know, well, I tried to leave the team too, you know, like having this conversation. And brother, Peepers, yeah. what did you think about that kind of back well, and forth between? In the, the two. part we
2: had gotten to in the, in the in the one nineties, Nightcrawler has the same explosion. It's when yeah. our favorite character mm-hmm. Rachel comes in and says, "No, you can't do
3: it because yeah. the future and comics."
2: And he's like, "All right." Yeah. And mm-hmm. so here again, yeah. like they're they're back to that point. And it's interesting mm-hmm. that sort of the Rachel. oldest, the, the classic <laughs> X mens the 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 older classic X Men's are the ones that are like,
0: uh, yeah, it still kind of blows.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Should <laughs> right. think about that, brother Beavis. Uh or I Susan I Sammy.
1: Sorry. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I remember the uh, issue exactly what you're saying is professional X is trying to convince Nightcrawler. I think Nightcrawler was going to leave just like yeah. Storm was, and the other X-Men are kind of to gathered together, you know, they're trying to talk it out, and, you know, he's up very upset, and uh, now it's Storm, who's uh, doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes in cycles. I remember even more than this has happened to you know, different characters pretty much having the same conversation. Nothing ever seems to improve for the X-Men. It really is kind of a, but uh, they always pledge on, you know, uh, despite all their... Uh, the seemingly lack of, of uh, progress in the world, you know, they don't seem their their one of their uh, missions is to supposed to be to uh, live p- peacefully uh, coexist with humans, and it always seems to get worse. So you kind of like, well, shit, and that's what Storm's kind of going through here. It's like, shit, well, what the hell's what are we really doing? If we're mm-hmm. not, you know, making anything any
3: better. I feel
1: I felt yeah. for you know reading it, you know, you actually do feel it, especially you know being a
0: minority. You, you connect to that? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And again, if they want to, and again, I, th- I think probably my my biggest issue is that you know we're coming back to this story, but again, I know what they're doing. Like the, y'all are setting this up as a as a hard reset. This is Control mm-hmm. Alt Delete. Like okay, we need to kind of almost forget about it. all this stuff that happened before and just kind of focus on where we are right now. Whatever happened okay. before is whatever happened before, and gold balls is gold balls. Like. Maybe he shows up, maybe he doesn't. But
3: <laughs> we're in drag,
0: Gold Balls, the entire podcast. Um, <laughs> because he should and
1: be, yeah. and
0: because he sucks. Yes. And yes. yes. It just—it doesn't. You know, it just makes sense that they would start it from this point. Uh, but I think, just as an overall thing, I'm a like, fan. This just seems kind of like a lot that we're still doing the same story when those other characters exist. Um, but mm-hmm. anywho. So yeah, there's that. Uh there's another uh problem again, another building in New York we've got holes in it. I just I mean again, I don't like to have any affinity to New York or whatever, but it's just it just seems almost I mean, I know it's been many years ago, but it seems almost kind of kinda of tasteless, but whatever. Um Yeah, so they come and there's a whole another crew of people for them to fight. Uh I don't know what these people are. Is this this is the new um, the new brotherhood um, the new brotherhood right yeah I guess there's a did y'all reckon? I recognize three of them who is Uh, is that mask
1: from the more that's pyro I'm guessing that's avalanche I I I don't know who the green demon is um let's see avalanche pyro that might be magma I don't know is that the flaming shit I don't I don't know. Masked. I'm guessing that's mask. That's, that's mask and, from the the yeah. from the Morlocks. Uh huh. And okay. yeah, I'm like I said. I don't know if that's a magma. I don't know if she's traded them out or what. But uh, yeah, the only one I don't have no idea is, is the green dude. the green demon
2: in the back. Brother Beavis, you're our encyclopedia. Yeah. No, Sandman got two more than I got. Three <laughs> <in my life. laughs> I was like, who are
0: these kids? These are guesses. Hell, I, I could be completely <laughs> wrong. Yeah, I, I, there's a there's a portion of me when I read this before, I was just like, um, they yeah, just defeated Terax, and so I'm now supposed to think that these people are a threat? <laughs> That's a good point, Jim. Yeah. yeah, they just defeated Terax, and so now I'm thinking Mask, uh, some flamey chick, Avalanche in a new suit, Pyro, and uh, Ming mm-hmm. Fan Foon is supposed to, um, <laughs> to be a threat to the X-Men at this point. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought. I mean, the, the book was okay. I know when we were about to get into uh to blue, uh, I I know I had to thank yeah. Brother Beavis too. I was like, you know what? I I like classic villains.
2: Um, mm-hmm. And
0: again, Terex is a classic villain. He's just not a classic X Men villain. And so I was, you know, like, all right, we can get food through this or past this or whatever. But uh, we could kill the brotherhood of whatever mutants forever. Like, they never need to bring the brotherhood back. I, again, it's a relic of the past. Again, they're tying it mm-hmm. to do that, and I get it. But the mm-hmm. idea that there's, like, evil mutants, it really, doesn't even yeah. really make any sense anymore because, you know, they've set us up to this point. Everyone thinks they're all evil. Exactly. And yeah, exactly. There, there ain't that many mutants to begin with. Allegedly, supposedly, supposedly.
1: yeah, there are times back in you know in the nineties where humans are
0: everywhere, you know. So. Yeah, you know, allegedly the you know the pox or whatever from the Inhumans or from the Terrigen Mist is was still a thing. Mm-hmm. They didn't erase that from continuity. So no. they're you know it's just I don't like it's, that idea. Like it's it, inconsistent. It's just, yeah, yeah, it is, but that's fine. Again, they're resetting it. I can live with it. I'm not going to change my mind as i'm going through this podcast about it because i did have good feelings from reading it um and then i probably had better feelings for x-men blue as we get into this now x-men blue again is the classic x-men uh, original team um mm-hmm. consisting but with the leader of jean gray uh newly not asshole cyclops beast uh angel uh gay Iceman, and Am I missing anybody. Um, I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> do I do have to. Do I have to make? Do I have to? Uh, okay, fine. If we're gonna give everybody like a new name or whatever, so leader Gene, uh, <laughs> right. not asshole Cyclops, champion uh, like Cyclops, ha- yeah, champion no, not Cyclops, like not yeah. blue hairy beast, um, right. Not archangel Social angel. Beast. Not archangel right. angel, and then yeah. gay All right, so Blame, now everybody. Knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no everybody is upset um, because that is the new Ice Man. It's not because the other Ice Man still does exist in whatever continuity that's going someplace. So right. anyway, all right. So which one of them is in the
2: book? Regular or the no, original continuity Iceman.
0: Iceman? No, Gay Iceman gets a book. Well, they're both. Yeah, he gets a book. No, but, they're not. They didn't make yeah. them both way. It's only that one. No, the, the reveal
2: was the reveal was that they. The old, the, the Cyclops from the, the Iceman, yeah. from the past confronted Iceman mm-hmm. in the oh, current yeah. timeline and called him out for still being closeted. And then mm-hmm. I think he started to work. That, I think they're both gay. Oh, it may, okay. be that, it yeah. may be the current continuity Iceman is closeted, but I think he's,
1: I don't know. He did, yeah.
2: I remember seeing that. He did try to call him out on it, and
1: I don't know if okay. he admitted it. Or whatever, but he did like, hey, you know you can, hey, while well, you're trying yeah. to fool everybody, whatever, yeah. So
0: yeah, I remember. I don't know where, he, I don't he know where read his mind or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, it's a, kind of fucked up, but yeah. Well, yeah, well, it's uh, <laughs> funny. Dave Chappelle joke from one of his specials or whatever. He's talking about a yeah, friend that came it. out to him, and he's just, you know, he's like, he's talking to me about it. It's all serious, and I don't like talking on the phone, so he just starts saying shit, I'm like, you know, nigga, you gay, man, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept repeating you No, know, so yeah, everybody, yeah. <laughs> everybody fucks funny to somebody. So um, <laughs> there's the joke. All right, so come on, my app is really slow today. I know you're not having any problems over there, but my oh, ass, no, I'm, I'm just breezing through it right now. Yeah, that's y'all. Y'all, yeah, y'all is funny. I like, man. I
2: like the the design. So one of the things I really like more about this book is I like the I like the art is a little more stylized. I also like yeah. that the the costumes are, um, you know they're they're obviously part of a set, but they're all unique. And I didn't go back mm. to like look like how close is this to the apocalypse costumes at the end of the few that line up because mm-hmm. um, it seems like they're sort of more consistent with that. But, I, yeah, I just I think this this is a little more, more comic-y feel. And then when we get into the fight, it's like, yeah, this is old school. Yeah, yeah and I think accurate. the
0: cover also has a little bit of a throwback to the, um, the first X-Factor cover. Um, I was just about to say that, yeah. it's very yeah, It does like, have a yeah. little, little bit of a throwback there, or at least it appears to be a little throwback to the X-Factor cover. Um, mm-hmm. The team, this is done by, uh, this book is, if I could have my app ever work for me. Colin Bunn
2: is the writer. Colin Bunn. Thank you. Warrior yeah. Molina. Warrior Molina. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, 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 I cannot say that name. Oh, Buffett. No, yeah. All
3: right,
0: Brother Beavis, you may have to lead while I freaking scroll here. My app okay. shooting me down here. Go ahead.
2: So. It starts off with the sort of roll call where we get the name box and uh, and the powers of each one. And so the first one was – well, the first one that caught me off was Henry McCoy, Beast, Enhanced Agility and Strength, Genius, Aspiring Mystic. I was like, yeah, Yeah, that right, raised right. part of the Yeah, story. and I probably got raised for that one. Yeah, that was weird.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah and, and, and we don't know why. I mean, we're going to get into it probably a little bit as it just near the end of the book and we don't know why he's now a mystic as well because we haven't read the books back consistently
2: um so what i read my knowledge is wikipedia deep and uh he uh he was trying to find a solution to the terrigen mist and he couldn't do it with science and so he said well let me try some magic and he went to dr strange and dr strange wasn't like either strong enough or well enough to teach him but he put mm-hmm. him at least on the path. I think that that's
0: basically what I got out of it.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. I mean,
0: that's a hashtag because comics. Uh, yeah, I kind of like the idea, and I uh, remember reading the X Men versus the and the Inhumans or whatever. That both beasts, like current continuity and time displaced beasts, were both kind of like, Shh, we fuck, nigga. That's it. You know, uh, we should do <laughs> yeah. something else. You know, like they were kind of both on the side of. They, you know, they were of the same brain, even though if they didn't look exactly the same anymore, um, and you know whether they were displaced by however many years, I always thought that, that was kind of interesting. So, mm-hmm. uh, the the book kind of teeters on this idea that oh, I can't. You have to keep going, brother Beavis, because I cannot get this thing to work for me. Yeah. So then they
2: go Jean Gray with the caveat team leader about damn time. And this was another mm. case of like, okay, mm-hmm. I get it, I get it. And then the mm, okay. other surprise for me was Warren Worthington III, Angel Wings of Cosmic Fire. So yeah. I, I wasn't as familiar with that. I think he, there was some crossover they did where, I don't know, he was like, I kind of suck. Is there any way I can get <laughs> yeah. power up? Again, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm boring again. People don't like me again. So let's change my wings up again.
0: That's well, and as we get do. into the – When you get into the fight later on in the book, I mean, he actually gets some offense. He He actually actually does something. something. You know, he's not, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, crucified by Callisto in the Morlock tunnels and wearing his little Mm -hmm. underwear and carrying around like a baby. Like, he actually (laughs) does something. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that's for him. Yeah, for him, him, that's saying something. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, so you get the whole character roll call in my different app now. Um, and they are really on the lookout for somebody. And then when I saw them kind of rolling up on this ship like that, I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to go after Sebastian Shaw, just like in X-Men, mm-hmm. uh, um, the, the the new movie. Uh, golly, which one was that one? Oh, well, uh, first, class, uh, first, like first, first Class. First Class. Yeah. Like, I thought it had this, like, little first class kind of feeling to, Feel it. to it. And then, right. uh, but it's not. It's uh, Black Tom Cassidy. uh <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, you're not going to put him in this book without Juggernaut being in it. Like, that yes, was like, exactly. okay, so Juggernaut has to be on the ship somewhere because nobody <laughs> cares about yeah. Black Tom. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, it's not necessarily really clear as to why they're looking for Black Tom, but it's also a good throwback classic enemy for the original team. Um, Real I, throwback, I, yeah. Yeah, and, I was, and again, I, I liked it. I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. Like, okay. It felt very like, we're old see, school. Like, yeah, it yeah. felt very – and it felt natural, too. And, mm-hmm. again, I, I I think, again, over time, they just lost their way in trying to create these new people. And there's another right. thing, too. We could talk about, it like, with comic book fans or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, we want new characters. No, you don't. You don't
3: want no, new don't. characters.
0: <laughs> you don't. No one ever wants anything new. They, say they don't they want do. they anything
3: don't. new. They don't.
0: Yeah. You want they don't. the characters that you know and you care about written and drawn very well. You could exactly. tell a different thousand times a story. So, like, oh, you tell another Magneto story. You could tell a thousand Magneto stories. If they're good, it wouldn't matter. Like, people will still, mm-hmm. like, buy and respect the books. You just can't tell me that, you know, I mean, you brought up Cassandra Nova, uh brother Beavis. Um, I remember reading that at the time. I was like, well, this Frank Quindley's art is kind of weird. But also, like, man, this is stupid. This is Xavier's yeah. what? His who? Yeah. What? Yeah, Like, this is dumb. <laughs> well, you know? Yeah. And I was like Yeah, and for those of
2: you who may not know, the Cassandra Nova was a partially formed twin in the womb yeah. that Xavier mm-hmm. choked out and then observed, absorbed her organic material until yeah, she yeah. re manifested as a psychic force and possessed yeah. his body. <laughs> yeah. <it is. laughs> even for even for a comic
0: book, Roy, you gotta Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh I mean, you know, and the, what we got out of that story is, you know, Grant Memberson probably smokes weed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and lots of it. You know, that's what I got out of that story. Mm-hmm. You know? But, you know, you could tell whatever story that you want as long as it's interesting and it could be with the same characters. And I just think they, I, I really do. Like, I think a lot of. Books lose their way in that regard. But I think the X Men really lost their way in thinking that they could just put anybody in these books and people are going to care about them. And again, if Maggot didn't teach us anything, oh um, God. he taught us that that wasn't the case. That nobody I cared about Maggot. Nobody cared yeah, about <laughs> him. and Gold Balls, man. Now, that's a book that I would read Gold Balls and Maggot. Um, oh, at, Jesus. At a freaking superhero uh, rehabilitation center. <laughs> you know, that like everybody hated me, um, and I have to deal with that, you know, kind of like Dr. Drew with like sorry mutant characters. Like, I'd read that book yeah. all, all day, yeah, probably. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so there's a big old fight on a boat. Um, you know, Black Tom, he gets hurt. They, they're really, it's, it's kind of funny too, because it's like Black Tom and Juggernaut, they're like robbing rich people, like.
3: <laughs> uh, on a boat,
0: it's kind of weird, but yeah, you know, of course Juggernaut comes out. He's kind of got the classic thing, but he's also got like the bay thing hanging out of the back looks, of his. Yeah, that's what that it, is. Exactly, that's exactly what it looks like. I don't know yeah. what, what
1: what the hell that's
0: supposed to do, but yeah. Now, last pipes. I
2: heard, yeah, yeah. Now last I heard, Juggernaut was a a part
0: of the hero, one of the hero, he of he the right? X Men teams for a while, right? X Men for a while.
1: And, mm-hmm. and not only that, he's actually – he mentions Charles Xavier in um, um, affectionate terms. He's like, you killed my brother, and now I'm yeah. going to
0: kill you, something like that, which is like, well, yes.
1: when the hell did that happen?
0: Yes, and he does go after Cyclops in the sense that, like, oh, you killed my brother. Uh, uh-huh. And, again, you know, it's hard to uh, – uh, Brother Beavis? Uh, do you <laughs> think that there's any chance that they can resuscitate Cyclops with all the evil they did, even killing it and replacing him with a clone new one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they can.
2: I mean, yeah. they're they're trying to make him. They overtly try and make him corny. Up mm-hmm. in the beginning, he's like, yeah. "Is there a barbershop around?" What yeah, are when are he's talking about <laughs> <barbershop>? yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell they're digging deep on Cyclops. They know they fucked up, so now what is hard, he? What is
2: he like is in
0: Champions? Way.
2: Since you love that book so much. Who are you talking to? You, <laughs> uh, man, I bailed
0: after issue three when Hulk was on with <laughs> with with uh, with, uh Vision's uh, daughter, a robot. And I was like, well, we're done with this. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> real, real quick side topic: Who are the
1: champions now? Like, I haven't
0: read. Uh, uh Spider Man, Miles Morales, Spider uh, oh, Man, Kamala Khan. Oh, so they uh, left totally the Avengers. awesome Totally awesome, Hawk. Um, They're awesome, Hulk. Cyclone, oh, Nova. Geez. Young Nova, yeah. Vision's daughter, Vision's um, <clears> daughter. <throat> I think that's it. That if, well, if that ain't it. Is more than I'm enough. sorry. I'm
1: sorry. I asked. Yeah. They, so they already yeah. just abandoned the Avengers, I guess, because they were a part yeah. of the Avengers.
0: But, well, okay. that's what the point of their team was: is that the Avengers were not a cool, essentially. So all the yeah, their social not. media game wasn't on point. So yes, exactly. exactly. Hashtag, hashtag champions. Oh. Okay, that should be Help the me. title of it. Yeah, wow. it should be, and it also—let me side real quick here. It has a great writer, and I think Bagley is doing the uh, is doing the art on it. I can't remember oh. all so it's okay. a great artist, a really good writer too. Um, uh, the guy that's doing Archie, Mark Wade is doing is writing it, and yeah. I'm like, um, this should Does Mark not Wade and Mark this. Bagley. It might be Wade and Bagley. Wow. wow. So Crazy. I mean, it's a it's, it's a quality team. No, no, no. It's Wade and uh, maybe Umberto Ramos, who's again another good oh, team okay. too. A great, a good artist or whatever. Good. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, this should be working, but it is is, and then again, it it's so overtly trying to skew to an audience that's not my age, and but it's also I mean, Mark Wade's probably older than me. I'm like, come on, man, who's is your teenager helping you <laughs> write this book? Because, like, you know, what do you know about hashtags and whatnot? So it's just it's it's just kind of weird. I, Mr. Wade, I mean, how do
2: you know a good script when you read it? Does your character survive?
0: Yeah, <laughs> then it's a good script. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. it's,
0: no, it's just, <laughs> it is what it is. All right, sorry. Back to right. the next man. Um, but there's also,
2: I do would like to point out, there's like a box that says, Editor's note. Kane Marco, first buddy heads with the Mary Mutants and X-Men number 12. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Is
0: this yes. Three? yes, exactly. I mm-hmm. <laughs> an box or a thought box. Yeah, I know, right? It's just amazing. Uh, is there but, a yeah, thought they... box? I haven't seen a thought box. Yet. No, not a thought box. The editor's box, excuse me. The editor's box. Uh, but, yeah, they fight, they fight against Kane Marco, or the juggernaut um, on the boat. Um, the it goes or... about... Yeah, exactly. I was kind of waiting to see if it was going to be in there. Um, mm. It goes about as well as you could. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's still the same thing with Juggernaut. Well, I can't read his mind because of the helmet. You know, it's like ah, oh, I mean, really kicking it old school. It's like you know, nobody's ever figured anything else around this thing with Juggernaut. Um, but yeah, it's you know, and there's some fun to it. It, it. I mean, the book is just fun. Like that's a, kind of what I got from it. You know, yeah. I wouldn't say, like, that champion level of kind of, you know, silliness, but it, it was fun. <laughs> uh, they were able to defeat Juggernaut, sort of, kind of, as much as they could. Um, and we get to this thing with Beast bringing out the magic and doing, almost again, like a Doctor Strange-like move and mm. kind of banishing him to whatever. And then we get the philosophical debate on if that was such a good idea Uh, between Cyclops or whatever who's a stick in the mud still you know new one or old one is still like you know hey we gotta follow the rules or whatever overall a really good book like I enjoyed it there's no way that I will not read the next few of these because I Mm -hmm. thought it was well done you know overall Sandman what did you think about X-Men gold or no blue yeah of
1: of the three that I read this
0: was the one that I enjoyed the most Um,
1: like the the original X-Men you know they're they're still kind of, they're still young. They're still impressionable. They're still kind of corny, and mm-hmm. I kind of like that. And you know, it's almost like a, a new beginning. They're trying. I mean, obviously, bringing the X Men from the past to the future is crazy as hell. And I don't know how the hell they're going to re- resolve this so that it makes any kind of sense at all, mm-hmm. or maybe they just won't. You know. Well, they've <laughs> yeah. said
2: they've said that they. Um, oh, so I think one of the things yeah. Beast uses magic for was he was able to look into the past. Into their timeline, oh. and there was an X Men team fighting in that timeline, so they have no mm-hmm. place to go now. I think oh, so.
1: Oh, so now they're just displaced, period. Now, yeah, so um, hmm, okay. What,
0: and,
3: and
0: then the other tag on this, we, we didn't want to spoil it all the way to the end, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the X Men team from the past had Charles Xavier to lead them in their battles and you know, kind of help the dream stay alive or whatever there mm-hmm. now they're in the future there charles is dead because Psychop killed him uh mm-hmm. so who's their leader besides gene who's the one that's helping them find their missions and dun, make sure that the dream dun, stays alive dun, dun, oh, dun. you know who it is yes it's back to uh magneto who's back and yes. leading this version of the x-men and you know if you look into behind him it looks like he's got something uh some people that he's you know, on his—I don't know if that's his hit list or he's just trying to figure mm-hmm. out. Uh, but primarily, you see Sebastian Shaw back there, so you kind of wonder if you're going to get a a, a uh, something with the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's more. Mm-hmm. When you keep rolling through there, we're going to get a classic, another classic freaking X Men villain. It was just like, who can we throw in here else that the X Men? You talk about left field, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, and I think I sent brother when. I don't it was I think it was Extreme X-Men because they did a mm-hmm. very credible Wendigo like World of Wendigo story and I think it was Extreme X-Men brother Beavers. It, it was a few years I don't know if I sent you those or you read them when you came to the house or whatever but um where they did a classic Wendigo story another one that worked out pretty good you know and you mm-hmm. know they bring back Wendigo here as well um you know I've always been a fan of Wendigo I don't know why I just, just, I think the character. I don't know why I like Windigo. I think I you just no like, like saying
3: Wendigo.
0: Maybe that's right. it. I don't know. There's something like that. Uh, but it's a, it's, a it's a weird song. character. Yeah. It is, and you know, but it has like the mysticism to it. <laughs> you know, it was. I've always liked the character. It's. it's I don't know. I suppose when he
2: comes flying, at these guys, he's like, check out these nuts, bitch. He's like, <laughs> 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 it's, a weird pose. it's like. I'm half tiger. Suck on my nuts.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what are you
0: doing. The flowing mane is looking like Kevin Nash from 1997. So, (laughs) it's not a good. But, you know, I mean, I was like, okay, so they're going to throw that out there. They're going to throw Magneto out there. You know, you got a Sebastian Shaw kind of reference there. You got Juggernaut, Black Tom. I mean, it's like, uh, of good. their earth of oh. their earthbound mm-hmm. villains or whatever, all you were missing was the Brotherhood who were in the other book. You know, so mm-hmm. okay, there you go. So I mean, again, it's 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 two good set it set up or set off points for these books. They could totally. Again, a new reader could jump onto these books and totally be like, Oh, okay, I know who the main characters are. I don't have to worry about gold balls, I don't have to worry about all the <laughs> other characters that nobody cares about. This is a good this is a good spot for me. And I think right. that works. Like I really do. I think that works very, very well. And mm-hmm. um if that was their goal was to set things up so people could jump onto the book and enjoy them just for what they are then they succeeded at 100%. 100%. And right. I thought that they did a great job with that, uh, Brother Beavis. Yeah, I think
2: to add to that, I think the fact that this is one of the first modern comics, modern reboot comics I've ever read, that didn't make me feel like they just wiped out 500 issues just mm-hmm. to start right. over. I mean, I think right. there was there was overt throwbacks. There was actually, in gold, there was a whole sequence of like, here's the story you need to know going back to like X Men number one, the classic mm-hmm. villains, the references to other issues, the copycat scenes. You know, it's
3: mm-hmm.
2: it yeah, I I enjoyed it. Yeah. Family.
1: Yeah, like I was kinda of saying earlier, it's uh um uh, I think what like you said earlier, it's they very much grounded this in old school X Men um tropes and enemies and nothing too crazy you got a heist on a boat as we said earlier and Men go and stop it and they have a twist at the end of the magneto that's enough to keep me interested for at least for the next couple of issues i'll I definitely want to see what's going on and see right. uh, these plot lines um carry out so and i'm very interested to see and you know they, you have the subplot of Cyclopses. Kind of redemption of the character, anyway, because obviously right. nobody liked where they were going with that shit. So, people wanted to see that. Um, Jean Grey as a leader—we've never really seen her lead an X-Men team. Right. That's going to be different. I'll uh, want to see what happens with that. So, yeah, I, I like like just like you said, it's pretty
0: well done. I'm very interested in this book. And as Resurrection moves forward, you know, the Ice Man gets a solo book. Uh, we talked about the Weapon X book. Uh, Cable's getting a book. Um, and I think Gene uh, Gray also gets a solo title yeah. as well. Um, yes, yeah. So, I mean, this is a total, again, reset for the X books moving forward. You know, we all know that those solo titles are going to be as short lived as short lived can be. You know, Iceman's yeah. book ain't going to last for long, and neither will Gene Gray's. Mm-hmm. It's just the nature of the beast, but right. no pun intended. But, you know, if they can keep the focus on blue and gold, and keep those characters there and interested, and kind of try to keep them away from whatever crossovers they're going to be. And that's where that's going to be our little tag here at the end here. If they could keep that going, then I think they can be successful with these books again and make people care about them. And then maybe if people care about the characters in the books, maybe that people will start to care more about the movies that they put out. If people start to, you know, I, I think those two things go together. I, I, they don't. But I think they go together like if you, I, I care about these characters on screen. if you cared enough about them or in the comic, if you cared enough about them on screen, then we wouldn't maybe have some of the, the problems that we have in the books. Um, so mm-hmm. all right
2: I think it'd be interesting or if the, they movies. if they did like with the side books, if they just had sort of rolling titles, like the, mm-hmm. you know like just you know envision an eight to ten episode story arc, mm-hmm. do that if it sells well, keep it going. If not, move on to the next one.
0: Okay. Right. right.
2: Yeah. If there's enough characters, they could they could have any any number of side books. They can have mm-hmm. an angel
0: side book. Right. Yeah. And, right. And, and again, if you plot it out, it doesn't have to be something that runs for you know five years, three different creators, yeah. and you know, and all that, and sixty books. Like I don't need all that. Just give me a like a concise story that has a beginning, the middle, and an end, and then be done with mm-hmm. it. Like that's okay. No. Like, nobody. Mm-hmm. How does mm-hmm. astonishing
2: fit into this? Uh, is there gonna be an
0: astonishing title? Yeah, yeah, it's on the it?
2: it's on the splash page, and it's Archangel, Bishop, Mystique, Psylocke, Rogue, uh, Gambit, the, and Gambit, Old Man yeah, okay. green, and it looks okay. like Phantom X.
0: Okay, yeah, oh, and wow. I now I, I wondered about that, uh, and that's good. I don't know. Charles Soule was actually at uh at Celebration signing at a table, um, and he's gonna be writing right. that, so I don't I don't know debuts in July, it says. Okay, so another book, another one with Wolverine in it. And you start to count him off on the freaking covers here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, but a part of that was what I said is like if they can keep them also out of like the crossover events and saying that, and I, I text y'all earlier because I knew it came out today. Mm-hmm. The next Marvel crossover event, even though they said that they're got about to roll back on these things, it's Secret Empire. Um, this has yeah. to do with Hydra Cap, um, and uh-huh. uh, I know how much Brother Beavis hates that kind of particular storyline, but it has to do with that and moving forward from there as it's a restart moment point for, uh, for its summer kind of crossover. Um, we right. will probably wind up talking about this at some later point, um, but just my overall point is like, if we can just keep the X-Men out of that. like they don't, If you're going to kind of put them in this bubble, Leave them in the bubble. They don't need crossover books with the Avengers and Inhumans and all that. They need to breathe on their own for a while, and I kind of hope that they allow them to do that. They won't, but I kind of hope that they allow them to at least just be X Men and live in their world there and not be affected by the other stuff and in the in the, uh, in the other uh, superhero books. So that's that. Right. All right, cool. So we we're able to get this in. As we apologize, we've been away for many many weeks. Part of the reason that we we were going through some of our classic X-Men stories, we just kept getting caught up in some stories that had classic moments but weren't classic books, and we were just trying to read them, and we were like, man, this book, some of that stuff was not very exciting. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, we're going to try to skip around. I think probably our next probably real seminal issue is is X-Men Uncanny 200, which is the trial of Magneto, which might make sense now that he's leading this uh, classic team. So uh, that's probably where we'll probably stop next uh, for our classic takes and, you know, as we continue on some of these other um, uh, little X journey. Uh, you will be able to find what, this podcast on iTunes, South Out at Stitcher. Um, it'll be up and running, uh, you know, Thursday for the Thursday Night Comic Book Chat for you to listen to. Um, Brothers Comics Business, uh, Sandman and I just got back from Star Wars Celebration this past week. Uh, we talked mm-hmm. about it a little bit before we recorded with Brother Beavis, but basically it was pretty awesome. That's yep. that's about yep. all I can give you. Yeah, this <laughs> was one of the more awesome things that I've ever done. Thank you mm-hmm. to the people of uh, Disney or whoever that approved that media pass for me. Um, thank you. Uh, wow. So yeah, that's about all I can say on that end. Uh, upcoming events. Um, we have like uh, a couple of things here. Uh, in May, at the end of May, we have two different cons in two different states. Uh, one will be uh, Momo uh in Atlanta Memorial Day weekend. Um, either Big Hutch and Female Perspective may be attending that one. Uh, we may have another kind of associate of Brothers Comics attend that if they can't get to it. And then that same weekend, um, we have media passes for Megacon in Orlando, uh, Sandman's been to it before. Sandman, what's your thirty second preview of MegaCon in the past? Um busy.
1: Very um one of the pretty good con, very good con, uh, Orlando. Pretty much anything that goes to those convention centers is pretty big, so uh very much worth it. Um cons or cons, but um, I mean this it's very worth it's worth attending. I don't know mm-hmm. if I haven't decided yet whether I'm going to grace uh, this con this year or not, but um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I'm still recovering from Star Wars.
0: So I'm I just really? see what happens.
3: Yeah.
1: But uh, yeah, well, it's a big con. It's a uh, mm-hmm. going to.
0: So oh, yeah, we have that one. Uh, Brother Beavis, um, I don't know if I told you this or not or whatever. Uh, Eliza Duke's shoe is going to be there. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> exactly <laughs> i was like oh boy i was like well we can check uh we can check summer glow off the list and so we <laughs> just have to check that off the list as well like
3: well,
0: <laughs> let me go ahead and save up whatever bucks that's gonna cost because uh that's happening um so yeah so i'm definitely interested in seeing summer glow and then also even though I thought it was supposed to be his last con, they said he's going it's going to be at dragon con this year for Stanley, but Stanley's also supposed to be there, so uh right. definitely um at least I could be anywhere near in the room for that uh we'll we'll see about that, and like I said, we've got media access to it, so hopefully we can finagle our way into something and maybe get near and close to uh to the legend so he's as a douche huh. He's no <laughs>
2: Elijah Juice <Jusku. laughs> well, Coop.
0: Well, you know what? They're doing some sort of Buffy reunion there, and I have seen um, maybe 30, 35 seconds of Buffy. Um, so <laughs> I don't know anything about it. So if she came famous on that. I have no idea. i never watched it. periodically
2: <laughs> have people tell me, You should watch Buffy. I was like, Okay. I'll, I'll do that someday. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put that
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm to mm-hmm. put that right in my queue on Netflix. hmm yeah. uh, so, right yeah, I um yeah, so that's yeah, she'll she'll be there. That's probably my biggest whatever take from that. But yeah, so we have those two cons and I think that'll be the last con not the last, but that'll be one and then the next uh the other major one will be uh Uh, Supercon in June in uh, Fort Lauderdale. No, it's in July, actually. Supercon is in July, uh, the weekend of the 27th, 28th, and uh, that's in Fort Lauderdale. Fairly large con there as well, um, awaiting my press pass for that because I don't get it. I'm not sure where I'm going. So um, (laughs) that's basically how it goes anymore. That's the one where Ric Flair is going to be uh, Brother, woo! Pierce, so woo, just hoping, yeah. hoping, hoping Nate can make it that long. That's basically. I would be afraid if, to see him. I, if I saw him, I'd be like, "Oh damn!" Thank yeah. You, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh I mean, the fifty percent Nate is better than no Nate. So that's, true. Um, that, <laughs> that's that's one of those like you know it's gonna be. I can't believe I was in the same room and I didn't like try to get over there and get him to woo for me. So I'm hoping Nate can get that far. And uh, yeah. In my <laughs> Orlando,
2: you'll be like, I'll give you a
0: woo for $20, but <laughs> yeah, before, <laughs> that's 75 <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's, there's that. Uh, and, and, and and again, I know you sometimes don't listen to podcasts, but uh, if I, I'd have to send it to you, but if you could hear the story about uh, when Big Hutch got hustled by uh Boogie Woogie <laughs> <laughs> Man, Jimmy <laughs> Valiant. <Vion. Yeah. laughs> what? <laughs> heard
2: oh hell no! Yeah, I want to hear that.
0: Hustled know. by the Boogie Woogie Man. Uh, so oh, that's always nice. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of hoping he was gonna get on this podcast and freaking dovetail in here. The uh, about and again we try to stay some point away from geopolitical stuff. But as Bill O'Reilly got fired today from his yeah. Fox News show or whatever. Whatever you feel about him is whatever you feel about it. But um, I, I saw somebody had tweeted or whatever. It was like, man, he got you know a bunch of those Friday memes. Like, man, you got fired on your day off because um, they think he was on vacation. I was like, yeah, he's, he got fired on vacation. And then Hutch has a story of uh, him working a secondary job at, like, one of those game, like, store kiosk places in the mall. And he had worked there for a while when he was into uh, Hero Click. And he went home for Christmas vacation, you know, to home, like, to Ohio. Like, he was living in Georgia. I was wow. in Florida at the time. And then he went back, and the place was shut down. They didn't tell anybody. <laughs> he was just let wanna oh, go back to work <laughs> <laughs> it's, a,
3: it's a it's a Hutch classic as he would say uh <laughs> to him to tell the story. Man, <laughs> I left my lunchbox in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a classic.
0: It's a classic. Oh, I've been getting to tell it on the brothers countercast.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. anyway. I'm
0: gonna be all listening to right. that, a, yeah. Oh my god, that's a classic. Yeah. Anyway, all right, but so yeah, so SoundCloud Sound uh SoundCloud iTunes Stitcher you can find his podcast and um, that's gonna wrap it up so as the uh, X-Men the Animated Series music takes us out we're going to let uh, Brother Beavis go ahead and sign off alright I'll catch you guys next time that's right and then the Sandman sign off sign our film meetings we'll be back next week that's right and as the producer of this podcast I'm signing off y'all take it easy peace peace